Sing us a song, you're the piano man Sing us a song tonight Well, we're all in the mood for a melody And you've got us feeling all right I don't notice it as much, like, you have I this draw thing. it You pick up accents and then every... So you hear accents and you pick them up, yeah. and then the one parts you like the best stick with you. I know. So you're the weirdest mix mash because you got some East Coast kind of like I don't know inner city a little mm-hmm. bit, just a tiny bit, like the way you say water and yeah. water. Yeah, but then you also you really like the Southern accent. Yeah. And then now we live in the Midwest, uh, and that just comes naturally, yeah. right? Because like everybody's saying pap, so like you kind of start like those ah. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you get like those can, natural tank. You know, that, that kind of like is, yeah, Michigan is more twangy than you think it might be. Yes. Um, whereas, like, I would say, like, Minnesota is, like, more like, ooh, like the oozers, like the ooh, you know, like, the yeah. more like, where, like, Michigan's more like, ah. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm just grunting here now, but, like, it's like, <laughs> you know, like, you, you, you know, you bunch of hoosers or like Minnesota. Like, it's more like, ooh. Oh, yeah, you betcha. Yeah, it's like, the more ooh sounds, whereas like this is like the more nasal ah sounds. I've always had it where I just want to feel a part of something. Yeah, I do, but <laughs> that's not what my point was. But like, I with, with movies and TV shows, like I want like to take on what they sound like. If they say a word in a way that I like, I just like taking on accents and seeing what sticks. And so that what happens is an amalgamation, and I don't know how to talk anymore because I just. And if I'm, yeah. I'm if I'm trying to speak slowly, I I do drawl. And like okay. when I'm really overthinking it, I do draw more. No, I, I just love playing with sound. And I love playing with different ways to say things. I think picking up different words, like from, from Tombstone and from Outlaw Josie Wales. I hate saying I guess so now because it's like, I reckon so. Yeah. Like saying I reckon so, which gets so many weird looks when you say it. And people are like, oh, what about this? I like, reckon so. They don't get it, but it's okay. I've I, at first I was like, is it okay that they don't get it? Now I'm okay with it. I reckon so. Exactly, exactly. I'm like, if you want to sound instantly cooler and yet make everybody say, "Oh, that's not cool," say that. I reckon so. So will it be? I reckon so. <laughs> so yeah, I, I guess playing with sound and uh, the the joy of of just. Yeah, messing around and like making different noises uh, brings us to the topic of today's podcast, which is Megan's Challenge. We still don't have a challenge song. This is the challenge show. Yeah. Yeah, it needs a little bit of work, but you know, that was pretty much it. It's pretty close. That was was pretty close. Yeah. So yeah, my, my challenge... Like, we, we've kind of had a slow start with, with our challenges. You know, December, we're like, yeah, we're going to have a challenge every month. And that's going to be, yeah. you know, starting in February. And then we're just kind of like, it's a slow burn. And this challenge that I, I've completed-ish, and we'll talk about that it's not completed yet. But the, the challenge, and the challenge, I will divulge in a second. Hang on, <laughs> if you didn't read the description, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But you probably did because to click on it is to see it. So the- And to see it is to click on it. So to have a challenge where it's kind of a slow burn. And this is not a challenge that I, I w- would use the term like I, I ground, ground, grind it out. Is gr- that doesn't seem proper grammar. Grind it out. You, yeah, you didn't. I you ground didn't. it out. <laughs> grind you didn't just grit your teeth and do it yeah yeah so that's how i avoid problems in my speech just completely reshape the sentence structure like when i'm right writing something i don't know how to spell a word and like just, eh, work just, around just work around that yeah yeah no that's uh that's probably wise i just uh usually just uh talk it through and, and hope for the best Hello and welcome.
welcome to the Ducks Never Waver Lunch Break, where you get food for thought and can rejuvenate to sally forth. Join the dynamic duo, Edwin and Megan, as they explore topics of gravitas and pomp, brought to the brink of absurdity and thrown off, down, down, down the precipice of ridiculousness. But my my challenge, and I, I do have one, my challenge was to play piano every day for for a month, but it, it's been longer than a month. And it's it's when I say every day, it ended up not being every day. Sixty percent of the time I worked all the time. Yeah. Now it ended up being that the the bigger goal was just to play piano more. Mm-hmm. And that was where it just kind of flowed from there. And definitely playing every day or every other day is what makes a difference. Like that I can say that there's marked improvement is because of the consistency. Uh, And that, you know, playing for five minutes a day, I think this proves it really does work. Yes. But I don't feel... At least in comparison to our other challenges, which if you haven't listened to, go back into the library and you'll be amazed and shocked and, and awed at all the things that we have gone through for the purposes of your entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> so, Throw us a bone here, folks. In terms of our other challenges, this has not been anywhere near the hardest. Or impressive. It's honestly not, because no. I'm not that good. No. It's really not that impressive, but I, I think I've, I've actually gotten a huge amount of reward from it. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting for me to think about that sometimes when things are less hard, you get, you get an equal or a larger reward from it than, than the things that you hustle for, or like the, the, you know, knuckle down and bear it, get through it, hyper fixation of like, you have to get through it. But I, I think too, to be fair, is I wasn't starting from scratch. Yeah. I've taken piano off and on more for years. Off and on. More Yeah. More, no, honestly, but, but I have, and I've, always gotten stuck my, my hurdle has always been reading the bass clef notes and that's always where I kind of got stuck where you know through help with my mom who's a music teacher you know I can memorize a piece what's wrong with the way I talk what's the big idea am I dumb or something no no it's just that Don's had so much more experience next and- time write me out a speech I could memorize it sure why don't you go out now and recite the Gettysburg Address and get through it but it, it was never transferring to any pieces and then mm. I got bored and it just was it was too difficult and like I hated sitting there like picking it apart trying to figure out because none of these notes looked right to me like none of them mm-hmm. were were doing anything for me but I did maintain all all through my 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 lapses and playing piano uh reading uh treble clef like that's because I I also play recorder and sing. guitar and sing and so that's something that like I, I'm quite familiar with so that also kept me kind of in the game but for all of some reason and I, I don't know if it's maybe just finding easier music and I just was always trying to play crazy music I don't think that was really the case for some reason this time it clicked maybe this you time, had lower expectations I think so and I think I was really surprised when I found this book of American folk songs that we had, how easy it was. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, the song I started with is is Greensleeves. And it was a lot of chords. And so basically I could memorize... I could memorize it. 
the bass clef because as long as I knew one of the notes, I could see like, oh, that's all thirds, right? Because they're all stacked evenly yeah. on, t on top of each other. And so by recognizing the intervals that the notes are, as long as I knew one note, then I could figure all the other notes from. Mm -hmm. And so if I could just sit there and, and plunk it out myself and just say, and like, I honestly was using my finger tracing it like along the one note I knew. I'm like, okay, that one's just a tiny bit above. Okay, play this note. Oh, this one's just a tiny bit above. And really quickly, it wasn't that hard to play. Like, I mean, I still have it when starting a new piece. I'm really struggling. I'm still like really hampered to the, the music and like really keyed into it. Ha, ha, ha. Little, little piano humor there. So that that's still, like, I'm still very, very clunky. Like, it's also, too, like, uh, a hurdle that I wasn't expecting was uh, just knowing where to put your hand, like, your fingering. Because, like, all of a sudden, like, my hands are, like, completely twisted up on top of yeah. each other. And I'm like, that didn't work. It's not that the way you did it was wrong. It's that there's a more efficient and better way to do it because it is more efficient like because you're not scrambling you're you're more on time and you play it with like your strike is better and so that also is is a learning curve where you're just like okay how do i play this effectively instead of just like scrambling my fingers over right this was very taxing right because of the focus required to play piano yeah yeah so that's the the interesting thing is I found that playing piano is not the hardest instrument I've ever played. Like, I would say if this was 30 days of a guitar, mm -hmm. I probably would be crying right now here. <laughs> you know, because guitar has such a physical aspect where it takes um, a lot of hand strength, but also takes calluses. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that's kind of, at least I haven't heard really people talking about it, where if you're just have little baby hands, it hurts like yeah. the dickens. Like you can like, you'll easily be bleeding. Yeah. I think, uh, I think especially because, if you're learning on steel. Mm -hmm. I think because a lot of times people who are proficient at guitar learn so young that they don't really remember the fact that they had to build up calluses. Mm, yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, guitar is so easy. You know, you just, like, no problem. And I'm like, I've never found it easy. But that's a different instrument, and that's for a different time. Yes. Because I would love to learn that, but right now I picked piano because it would be easier. And I'm like, okay, I know, like, how to strike, and I can just kind of get lost in the music here. And every time I've practiced, and again, I'm even, like, 5'10", like not even more than 15 minutes I'm practicing. I am shocked at how distracted I get that almost instantaneously I'm getting intrusive thoughts. And what I mean by that is unwanted thoughts. Right. Things that I don't want to be thinking about, if I'm being honest, is usually negative things that all of a sudden creep up and I don't want to be thinking about it and that's why I'm playing piano. Right. But yet, as soon as I start, because I'm, I'm like sitting there, all of a sudden my mind wanders. But what's good about piano... Is it calls you back. Is it calls you back because what I love about music, what, like making music, what I love about making music, and especially an instrument which voice is an instrument, but it's slightly different. So I'm going to exclude voice. You get such immediate feedback. And that's what I love. Yeah. Love, love, love. Play wrong note, you know immediately. Yeah. And you can kind of take the judgment away because I don't have to like, like with, with drawing, I find it so difficult because you're always evaluating yourself and you're like, is that what I, is that what I see? Is that what I want it to look like? Is that, you know, good? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like I get in my own head about evaluating and then you get to the whole line. Is it good enough? And then like, how do I know if it's good enough? Will it ever be good enough? Yeah. With music, you play the notes that are on the page. And if you miss the note, you know, and you go back and you play the note and yeah. you have the repetition and it's, it's all there. 
And and so that's what I love. And it's not, I think with playing music, there's always, people can always have an upper limit of it, right? Like there's, there's people who are naturally gifted towards music, but even those people had to work at music in order to play music. Mm -hmm. So you know that everybody can play music to some degree. Yeah, absolutely. And you know 100% that if you put the time in, you will get a result out of that. That's not to say that with drawing, you don't have that. But I think what makes music more approachable is because it's a memorization. I could memorize it. And, and it's... The it's feedback. on the page. Yeah. Like, you you are not... Like, obviously, you get to a certain level where you add your musicality, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where it gets really exciting because that's when you're adding your creativity to it. But when you're just learning, like, you can very easily have these levels, right? Like, you can have... Yeah. And that's another thing, too. Like, it's, it's really easy to have defined levels of, like... This is the easy way to play this song. This is the slightly harder. This is the really hard way right. to play this song. This is Rachmaninoff. level you know so like you have levels as well and what's so freeing for me is to just have it on the page and then you do your best to make the page okay. alive that it's kind of like following a crochet pattern except that it's doesn't have all the kinks as the the free crochet patterns usually have <laughs> and so you're not problem solving it's just there. It's, it's, it's a so little, nice. It's, it's a little bit like a recipe. It is like a and recipe. And the better you get good at cooking, the less you have to pay attention to the recipe. Yeah, because you just like know, oh, I'm in this key signature, so I, I know already where my fingers need to, like, they're just going to yeah. float to the next chord right away, and I know, and oh, I can, like, mix this in there because yeah. I like how that sounds. But you can also be glued to the recipe, and it will be fine. That's, yeah. that's what you're saying. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying, in that you can always gussy a recipe up you can make it harder right but yes. there is a, a fundamental yep. level to it that you can get and anybody can get to some degree yeah so so back to to my focus which as y'all can tell that's my strong point mm-hmm. uh, like a laser <laughs> like a laser beam i focus uh so anyways i'm having these intrusive thoughts and like the the feedback right away is you messed up Mm-hmm. As soon as the thought comes in, mm-hmm. I mess up. Yeah. It's immediate. And so it's amazing to me that so many times that I mess it, like I'll be playing really well. And I'm like, wow, I'm playing really well. And then all of a sudden, something comes in my brain and it's all gone. And I'm playing like garbage. And I don't know if this is for everyone. And I'm sure with competency you can hold hold both things. You can have, like, yeah. those thoughts and you can be playing music, but I can't. And it's interesting to me because it's, it's brought me to reflect how many times am I doing a task where I have these, these back burner thoughts that I don't need to be thinking. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot. Okay. Like, it's a lot. And, yeah, it, it's amazing how hard it is to focus on the one thing you're doing it is hard i don't think i i mean i maybe do it like five percent of my day truly focus to truly focus on one thing and that's where this challenge of playing piano every day has brought out another challenge because i want to continue it with the mind of can I focus completely on one thing for X number of for minutes. X number of minutes and hopefully grow and like say okay it was one minute now it's two minutes and what that like gets you too like I notice like when I'm in church like again those thoughts don't need them don't want them 
They can wait till tomorrow, but they're there. Mm-hmm. And I think using something like music, using something like making music, piano, because of the immediate feedback, I'm hoping it's kind of like one of those dog clickers that they used to train. <laughs> yeah. But it's not positive, it's negative. Like as okay. soon as I flub up, I'm like, oh, brain, that was that was you. Yeah. That was your fault. <laughs> you know, let's get back on track. And then I'm like, okay, let's reset. And so yeah. hopefully I can cue my mistakes yeah. to check in at least and say like was that a bad thought was that an intrusive like do I need to think about that what's what is that doing there do you think it'll also maybe give you um, more of just like a, a a calm almost empty state of mind where you're not mm-hmm. thinking thinking you're yeah. just seeing the notes and yeah. executing yeah because that's what I have when I do jujitsu I'm not actually thinking I'm not even thinking about jujitsu. Mm-hmm. But I bet when you began, you were. Yes. Yeah, and that's where I'm hoping that I can kind of get music to be, yeah, to be that kind of like that smooth pebble of a brain. And yes, that's, that's how I think of it, too. Yeah, I yeah. know where you get that. You know where I get that? That's from the Roman Mysteries. Is it? Remember when... Because uh, I know that's always been an image in my mind, the yeah. smooth pebble. Yeah. What's his name? Lupus. Lupus. Yeah. He's talking about playing drums. Yes. And okay, so just, music yeah, again. So yes. he's so in the music when this character yes. is playing music yep. that his mind is like... A smooth pebble. And and he's a character who's who's dealt with a lot of trauma, trauma and yep. a lot of problems, and that's like where his escape is. That's really interesting. Because I, I know they've done studies where, like, if you'd use music, even listening music, but I, th- I think specifically playing music, to transition tasks that mm-hmm. you do, you perform better. Or, like, mm-hmm. every... Because for some reason, it's such a completely different part of your brain than what we're usually using. Okay. Again, I, I would have to go back and research the brain side of this. Right. But it's such a different side of your brain that... The other side of your brain is resting, basically. Yeah. And so that actually is of like five, ten minutes on on your phone watching a, a, a you know a YouTube video or whatever, where you think that's resting, right? Because you're inactive yeah, right. and you're just consuming entertainment. But actually, like using music to to transition into tasks will refresh your brain more than that mm-hmm. because you're changing sides of your. Right. And it's or like you're using it. I don't want to use the sides because there's disputed science about like, oh, there's no such thing as left brain, brain right, rice, brain. right brain. Uh, I mean, like physically, yes, there is. But like, they're like, oh, I'm a left sided brained person or whatever. Yeah, it seems like most people are using all their brain all the time. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just saying I'm pretty sure that it uses a different part of your brain than yes, we're usually using. In a different way. Yes. Thank you. So I just like... We're neuroscientists over here. Yeah, look at us. Yeah. (laughs) I know everything about the brain. Actually, I told you this, but if I ever went into the medical field, it would be neuroscience. Yeah. 100%. It's amazing. It is so amazing. Because, like, people were, like, you know, like, you you graduate high school and they're like, oh, you should go into the nursing field. It's, you know, you get such good money. And I'm like, no, I want to be a brain surgeon if I do it. Which I don't think the medical field is for me. No. But if I did it, it would be that. I do think it's interesting how it's the study of the brain. And what are you using to study the brain? The brain. The brain. <laughs> it gets very meta very quickly. <laughs> it. So it's, it's like, so what, fun. what is the brain telling you about itself? Yeah. And the brain always lies. <laughs> it's so definitely more It doesn't complex. always lie, but it's harder to get a definitive answer. And that's where also, like, you really see a lot of artistry in, in neuroscience because, like, you mm. have to stretch your brain to make conclusions and see and, yes. like, take these giant leaps to see if this actually works and then create tests for it. And mm-hmm. it's really cool. It like, is really that's... cool. But it, it's, it's, it's definitely interesting how, how complex the brain is. Oh, yeah. And that's... Yeah, that's... and we don't really know... A lot of things. A lot of things about the brain. Yeah. But, yeah, I want my smooth pebble of a brain. Mm-hmm. And I do I do get it. And I, I love the sensation of making something that isn't going to last. 
we've talked about yeah. talked about music before that it's a sound and it's it's there one second and it's gone like sometimes yes. not even a second yeah, and it, it's gone it, it, and yet it moves us and is memorable yes but it's gone again with the brain it's amazing yeah. i love the brain <laughs> so, the song is gone but the mem- melody lingers on oh exactly the song is ended but the melody lingers on yeah and i think that's really exciting and it's kind of like a cooking too like for me it's it's kind of at this point until i figure out some way to make it this but right now it's kind of a non-judgmental zone for mm-hmm. me it's kind of like cooking or like mm-hmm. you know we're gonna eat it we're gonna clean it up it's gone you know like same thing like i sit down at the bench after 10 minutes it's gone yeah what do you it's... think about those those pieces of art and i think mostly of cooking and music but sometimes it's also uh people do it in performance art like maybe like dancing and so on the fact that it's so temporal mm-hmm what what's the value of that, right? Because I I think people look at it. If you have a purely pragmatic uh, mindset, you might say there's there's not a lot of value in that. But yet, we all need food, mm-hmm. even though it's very temporal, right? Mm-hmm. You you will become hungry again. But then also you, most people need to listen to some kind of music. There's very few people who mm-hmm. don't listen to some kind of music. Yep. It's almost like you need that. Music is is tied to to memories and to moments, and that it, it and emotion and emotion, which it kind of connects to how fleeting all of those things are. You know, emotions you have one 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 second, and then the next, it can be completely different. It can be completely yeah. changed. Like how long? Like how many days have you been one emotion the entire day? I don't think that's ever happened to me, really. No. And I can think maybe, of, like... Maybe that's, like, what chronic depression is, though. Well, I was going to say, it's, that it's like, for me, I know when my depression is different than I'm upset about something and I'm depressed to I'm physically depressed because of the disease I have mm-hmm. is when it is monotone. And I think that is, for me, at least, an indicator of, okay, maybe time to detach a little bit too and realize that this is a phase my body's going through and I'm going mm-hmm. to just try to get the support I need to get through it. But you're right, like that's I think that's when you have something where it's where it's an emotion playing at that one level. Yes. That's when you need to be a little bit concerned because the ups and downs and fluctuations of life That's what's normal. Yeah. And then that I guess that's why they always like depression is kind of a grayness. Mhm. Right? That's usually how it's depicted. Everything is is that monochromatic. Yeah, yeah. It's lens like a through weight. the world. Yeah, but it's yeah. not that everything is sad. But it's not that everything's happy. It's just that everything's the same. It's all the same, and you feel nothing. Mm-hmm. Is at least for when I experience depression, is that there's a deadening. Yeah. It's is that you feel nothing, and that things that wouldn't typically make you happy don't make you happy, and things that typically make you sad don't make you sad. You're just at that same you know malaise yeah that's uh, apathy whatever word you want to use for it but like it's kind of like i don't i, I think like you kind of think of like oh the rainy cloud over eeyore mm-hmm. but it is kind of like a, a rainy gray cloud like descending over you and you see everything yes. through a fog and like the weight of the the cloud is on you which i know clouds are probably weightless but work with me it's like a heavy yeah. cloud it's yeah. like a heavy cloud full of rain <laughs> yeah you know and it's on you and, you know, your clothes are sticking to you because they're all wet and you can't see properly because of the cloud in front of you. Mm-hmm. So that's how I would describe describe it from my point of view, at least. Right. And then, but then at the same point, and like we're talking about music, that can be, that temporal art form can be something that can be, can overcome those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can, it definitely cuts through. And uh, that's... Especially, like, if you said, if you detach as well. Mm-hmm. No, music is definitely something that brings me back all the time. And there's the, the catharsis of, for me at least, singing a lot, like, singing to music, like, finding mm-hmm. some music that I can really belt out because you have, like, connecting the breath and is really cathartic. 
but yeah, even even sad music, sometimes you need to listen to the really sad songs. Oh, yeah. And that works it through. Sometimes actually leaning into the feeling that you're having that's stuck. Like if you're kind of like yeah. the record, like, yeah. you know, leaning into that and making you feel as full an expression of that feeling as you possibly can right. with using any kind of art. And that's where like art where it's like, it's dark or it's ugly or it's, but like sometimes you need that to fully experience an emotion and then to move past it. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's something where, where music can help you really. Cause like it just music encompasses all of the emotions. So it's like the human experience. Cause it's up and down and over and out and yeah. everywhere. I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet, a pawn and a king. I've been up and down and over and out. And I know one thing. Each time I find myself flat on my face, I pick myself up and get back in the race. That's life. It, it can really help you push past it. And I think, too, like the, the making of music, when you're striking the piano, there is that catharsis, right? Because it's, again, like you're connecting the emotional and the physical together. It's like mind and body together. Yes. So that's that's definitely where making music and listening to music, I don't want to discount that at all, but we're focusing on making music. And yeah. that's where I've seen a lot of value in making, making music. Yeah. It helps to heal your childhood trauma. <laughs> Yes, I know you wanted to throw that in there. And I'm like, yes. I know you're being sarcastic and funny about that. And yet you're not. Yes. Uh, no, I mean, I don't really have any childhood trauma surrounding playing music. Music is, is healing in of itself. Like whatever rocky path you've been on, it's, it's going to help smooth it out. It's a valuable thing to learn for sure. I think it's a powerful thing for somebody to have. And like you were, I want to get back to kind of your, your fleeting moment, temporal thing. It would be a value if more people had the skill of making music in a, in a twofold manner. One, because that you can put your energies into something that doesn't yield anything. I know that's hard for me because I want to count every minute, every moment, to moving me ahead to a spot where I would rather be because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm quickly not content with where I am and I want to move on to the next place that I, I want to be. And so it's like, well, what use does it have? Playing an instrument, making music shows you that there's, there's a moment and then it's gone and you can do something just because you enjoy the sound of it, just because you enjoy the feeling yeah. of it. It sets you in time and place. It, it, yeah, like, it, it anchors it, you see. into a moment. That's a really, yeah, time and place. Yeah. It, it gives you time and place. And I think if more people did that as a regular habit, it would it would behoove them. Yeah. Well, I think that's why worship is so connected mm-hmm. to music because it's that time and place connection. Yes. Yeah, that you are singing this music right here, right now with these people. Yeah. That that music is connecting everyone together and that it is the time and the place. The second reason why is that I think it would be nice to get back. I don't know if this would actually if I if I would actually be happy with how it turned out. You know, it's like if you have like um be the dictator and you're like, "Oh, that didn't turn out quite how I thought it was going to. <laughs> it was really good in my head." Now everybody hates me. <laughs> but I think it would be cool if if everybody had an instrument and just making music when in a group setting. Just, you know, jamming out, you know, and some people listening and some people making the music and talking and dancing and whatever. Like, that's, to me, maybe I just have a silly romantic notion of, of days gone by where people will get their fiddle and their fife and, mm-hmm. you know, guitar and, and make music. But I think, again, when you're in a community, 
music anchors that time and place and it brings people together. It's like music is like a heartbeat. And and when you're all yeah. beating together, right? Like you're sharing a heartbeat. Oh yeah. Well think of it when you're singing together, you're you're sharing the same breath. Exactly. Yep. You're taking yeah, you're taking in your breath at the same time as a yeah. shared breath. Yeah. It's a shared heartbeat. And that's a very good feeling to be yeah. all connected. Yeah. You know, and that's that's amazing that God has has, you know, enriched the the world with an ability to make something beautiful and to connect people. Usually, we we say something like, "Hey, if you were going to do this over oh, yeah. over again, or have somebody do it, what advice would you give them? Would you set a timer?" Oh, I did set a timer. Okay. I I do things right around here, you know. Like <laughs> I got skills. <laughs> It may, it may not show. So <laughs> it's not skills anybody values, but I got them. But that's a typical learning tool for, especially for yeah. rewarding yourself for focus, which is is mm-hmm. definitely part of the whole learning experience. Yeah, is you is, need to honing your focus, honing your focus, and you can hone it by setting a timer because you, when it makes it much more manageable so instead of saying oh i gotta study Mm -hmm. all night long Mm -hmm. i was like i'm gonna study really hard for the next five minutes and then reward myself with a cookie yep cookies are the best yes c is for cookie that's good enough for me c is for cookie that's good enough for me c is for cookie that's good enough for me oh cookie 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 starts with c unfortunately sometimes you run out of cookies before you're done studying but oh uh no setting the timer and what's a really good feeling it's kind of bad but it's kind of good later on is that when you set a timer and it dings and you're actually enjoying yourself and you're like oh i have to stop now i want yeah. i wish i could keep playing and then you stop yes if you actually stop first it'll feel weird at least yep. for me i feels like oh like it, I, that doesn't feel right and then you move on with your life. The next day, it is going to be so much easier to keep playing. Yes, to get back into to it. To get back into it. Because, because you left yourself wanting more. Mm-hmm. Isn't it's, that crazy? It's so crazy, the, the mind tricks. But that really is important to, to make it. Then you're to like, Ooh. stop just before you've had enough. Yeah, or even like in the day, like I'll have it where I took a piano break and I'm like, oh, I only had five minutes. Then later on, like, you know, mm-hmm. four hours later, I'm like, I'm going to play piano again. And like, I want to do this. Yeah. It was really nice. Like something to do one of these challenges and to have something to talk about, hopefully a value to y'all that I, something that was, was again, smooth pebble on my brain. Mm-hmm. It was not something that I fixated on. I had intended to post saying like, I'm practicing. You guys should practice too. I had intended doing that in in the stories and it didn't happen. Oh, so that's okay. But like, again, it made it easier. It was not like a, you're going to burn at the stake if you miss a couple days. Mm -hmm. Cause I've been doing it since about, I think I I started around Christmas. I found some Christmas music that was, uh, doable for me, like playable for me. And I just enjoyed it so much that I'm like, okay, what else can I play now that Christmas is over? And, I will, like, be burned at the stake if I keep playing this Christmas music. <laughs> although, although I played What Child Is This past Christmas. Okay. But since that's the, the same tune as Greensleeves. I'm, like, oh, totally right. Blanking. Yep. So, Greensleeves. And then I found a slightly harder version of, of Greensleeves. Or at least different. Yes. You know, I found I found a different one. So, that was, that was that's kind of my cheat. Anyways. My point is, is I've been doing it for a while now, and I've I've done it in a way that it's sustainable and that hasn't it's, burnt you hasn't out. burnt me out, and it's it's been really good. And I'm I'm hoping to continue. I would like to play the Psalms. That's kind of my overarching goal is to be able to just pick you know pick up a a book of the the Genevan Psalms and just uh, play whatever play whatever. And like that's you know again really nice for like if you're at somebody's house or like bible studies and people need Mm -hmm. the you know melody or whatever whatever it is and just like for your own enjoyment and benefit that's kind of my my overarching um goal but i'm i'm having such a a hoot and a half playing folk songs and getting back to my roots and like that's funny that you say like childhood trauma i think it's just piano is one of those things that's brought me back to being a child 
Right. Because I'm playing the songs that I learned as a as a kid in school and just because I enjoyed it because it was in the shows that I watched and yeah, just I don't know, it's kind of bringing me back to my roots. I've got no roots, but my home was never on the ground. I've got no roots, but my home was never on the ground. I've got no roots. I've got no roots. And I, I just love folk I, music. I remember you plinking away quite young. Yeah. And you had a way of making it sound like a real song. You d- you had like enough repetition in there mm-hmm. somehow to just kind of like, oh, <laughs> this per- this kid could probably play some piano. Yeah. But well, like you didn't know any piano. No, I didn't. I was like four years old. Yeah. You're talking about. Yeah. Um, also, something that I learned, and you can still do it, uh, is if you just play the black keys mm-hmm. and you you just kind of, it, it will sound purposeful. Like, there's not going to be a wrong note. Okay. So you just kind of, like, do that in a different order, and you just kind of, like, theme yeah. and variation. Then you, you say, like, ooh, look, I made a song. <laughs> nice work. The problem is, is I made some nice songs at four years old, and I can't remember them. Yeah. Such a bummer. I don't know why that would happen to me. <sighs> ah. Gotta be like more like Mozart. Able, exactly. Able yeah, wasn't down. he a child prodigy or something like oh, that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully if you don't play an instrument, this inspires you to, to, pick, to pick, pick one up. up, you know, and I think voice is a whole other thing that we'll talk about, which is an instrument in its own right. But I would say pick up an instrument that is not dependent on your voice, because if you get a sore throat, then you're going to be very sad that you can't make music. <laughs> If that's your only outlet, that's for me. Or like if you're as slightly asthmatic like I am, like a recorder, I'm sometimes like <gasps> So like having having an instrument that takes no air no air is is really good. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I would recommend is find find an instrument that takes no air and then makes some nice music. And, and doesn't hurt your fingers. Yeah. Well, so like we're yeah. we're really We're basically saying piano. Harpsichord. Harpsichord. I would love to play harpsichord. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That'd be so fun. It's so beautiful. That's the interesting thing to like think about like a lot of like what we hear of Bach has played on the piano. Whereas it would have been on harpsichord a lot yeah. of the times because they didn't have a piano forte. Yeah, that came after him. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to hear Bach on the on the harpsichord. It's a very different vibe, mm-hmm. and it's it's cool how it transfers. It is, but it modern ears I think find the harpsichord sounds very old timey. Yeah, and kind of like more plinky. I just like it's kind of like more nasally. It's like the Midwest piano. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's a lighter sound. It's not like this ha- heavy, like, da da da. Yeah. You know, because it's less percussive. Yep. It, it's not percussive. How is it made? Like, is it plucked? It's, it plucks it the plucks strings. It plucks it instead of striking it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why you get, yeah, it's such an interesting sound. Mm-hmm. We need more harpsichords around. Yeah. I think they're rather they're delicate instruments. Mm-hmm. They go out of tune easily. Yeah, and the, the mechanism that plucks mm, the string yeah. uh, gets worn out. It needs to be mm-hmm. re. Uh, we should get one of those um, pump, pump organs. organs where, like, you have like the little kid having to pump the organ. Yeah, didn't they also sometimes have dogs? That I th- would roast, I think so. Would, I like, know they had dogs doing the roast thing where yeah. they would tie it to the roasting spit and then yeah. just make the dog walk around the the roast spinning it. Yeah. So they probably did it with organs. I, I probably mean, like it's a linear line, you right? Know? Yeah. <laughs> roasting meat to organs. Yeah. why why do we have organs and we have organ meat like what what is like is it like there's a like a bellows or i don't like what was the name thing like we need to get mom on here who's a music major she probably knows i maybe it has something to do with pipes 
Right, with like the fact that like it's your inner plumbing. Maybe. And and then it, organs have all this this duct work. Maybe. I, that, I don't know. That's I, what I'm going with. I don't think I. You could know. always do a quick Google search, but we're both too lazy for that. We are. No, that's that's impossible. We can't do that. Can't it's much better to speculate. I can't lift my phalanges to, to type that out. It is better to speculate. I have come up with better etymologies than the etymology people. Yeah. Oh, that should be our new balderdash. But, like, instead of, like, the meaning of the word, you just come up with the story right. of the word, the yes. etymology of the word. Oh, yeah. Like, I had a great one for piggyback. Mmm. You know, it was, it was back in the days when farmers had to corral pigs. And then, you know, sometimes you'd end up, like, trying to to move the pigs around but they're bigger than you so you end up like riding piggyback on ah, the... that makes sense yeah but that's mm-hmm. not the way it it has to do with something about like it would be like uh, a pack which would be called like a pick a pack oh pick a pack which became piggyback that's lame. Yeah, see, that's, that's what so I'm saying. I like like the vi- the I like image. That. Oh, oi, Leroy, look at him riding pickaback. He yeah. can't get his big hog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that's the imagery I like to to <laughs> evoke. Well, with that, yeah. I mean, I think we better end it there. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. <laughs> Go out there, be adventurous, try something yes, new. Yes, try something new. And Even if it's see. something that's slightly easy, yeah. it can still be a good challenge. And that's the thing. It's something, yeah, just because it's easy to implement into your life doesn't mean it doesn't add value to it. Yeah, like brushing your teeth. Exactly. Very nice. Yeah. Not that we do it, but, you know, it's, it's advisable. No, no, no. We brush our teeth. We don't floss. I floss because I got in such trouble last like like we were being I was being sarcastic earlier um I was making a funny but now I'm being serious I got in such trouble uh last time I went not this last time but the time before that where I hadn't gone to the dentist in like a year and then they had to get the supersonic zapper out to clean my teeth because there's so much plaque tartar I don't know whatever word they use yeah Anyways, like, my teeth were close to falling out. And it was such a painful experience to get the zapper that I'm like, okay, well, I better floss. So I, I started flossing every night, so just once a day. And I went last Tuesday? I went last week? Something like, yeah, I went last week to the dentist, and it was so much better. They didn't use the supersonic zapper on Yeah, but it had only been six months in between visits. That's true. See? But, yeah, the, I think also flo- if, I, if I keep up on it, but I don't know. Flossing okay. is a conspiracy <laughs> made up by Big Dental <laughs> and, and, bi- and Big Floss. Big and, Floss, yeah. yeah. They're coming to get you. I don't believe a word of it. Okay, but you know what's annoying now is that if I don't floss, I don't like the feeling. Because I've had six this, months of flossing. That's part of the conspiracy. It is that's the conspiracy. The, that's how Absol- they get you. I know. I know. They start with brushing your teeth, and then you can't, like, sleep if you haven't brushed your teeth. Yeah, and then you can't, and you you can't function if you don't, and you, don't floss. Yep, and now now it's all floss, so they're probably going to come up with something next. That Ma- mouthwash. Mouthwash. Yeah. Ugh, I don't think I can do that one. You used to. That's true, until it ruined my teeth. Now I'm yep. scarred. Yep. That was terrible. I had the same thing you did, where where a dental product stained your teeth. Yeah. I'm like, so that you, is had, like... you had um, mouthwash. I had toothpaste. Really? Was it Crest? No, it was, but it was a whitening toothpaste. No way! Yeah. And it yellowed? And it turned black on my teeth. Yeah! Yeah. That's what happened to me. I had Crest yeah. mouthwash, and it made yeah. my teeth have black spots. And of course... And the more the, the more the black spots showed up, the more I'm like, oh, I have to use this whitening mouthwash. Yes. Which didn't do anything. Which made it worse. Yes. It was so sad. Mm-hmm. That was another very painful dentist experience. Right. Is it safe? Yes, it's safe. It's very safe. So safe you wouldn't believe it. Is it safe? No, it's not safe. It's very dangerous. Be careful. Because they really had to scrub they, it off. She felt so bad. She's like, "Yeah, this should be illegal." Because yeah. it's in teeny tiny print of like may yeah. may stain your teeth. Yeah. Thankfully, she got all of them off. Yeah. And yours, I can't see any on yours. No, she got mine off, too. Yeah. But I think that was really funny, because this last time, she was like, oh, you, 
you know, got a little bit of tartar and but you know it's so glad you don't have all that staining i was like yeah i switched toothpaste okay so that was recently mm-hmm oi yeah scary right kind of yeah apparently also like, now we're talking about teeth but different people have different kinds of saliva mm-hmm. and apparently the saliva that ha- promotes hard tartar buildup mm-hmm. also promotes hard teeth so it's kind of like oh. you're gonna have that hard tartar that's hard to clean but, but it's you're also to gonna have, have hard, hard teeth yes yeah i have the kind of saliva that makes my teeth mush really well, I don't know. I've always been more prone to cavities. I yeah. I haven't had a cavity in a while, but I just have weaker teeth yeah. in general. Yeah. And I have like more recession and and problems and sensitive teeth and I didn't know your teeth had an economy. <laughs> yeah, it's just tanking. <laughs> the cost of living's going up and the chance of living's going down. So anyways, that was that was a nice that, that, that's just a nice way to finish it out for you folks. I mean, oh, yeah. You get everything here, right? Yeah. Philosophy, how to... Phil... Philosophy. Oh, phil... phil, phil <laughs> how do you say it? How do you say it? Say it. Phil... Philosophy. <laughs> say it again. Phil... Philosophy. <laughs> We're so close to making a really good pun. I know. Philosophy. Yeah, philosophy. Just shorten it. Just say philosophy. Philosophy. See, it does again where you're just like mixing something that's not working. Yeah. Just philosophy. Philosophy. There's some philosophy for you. Yeah. Dropping some philosophy on your homies. Don't trust big, big dental. Edwin. What? (laughs) (laughs) It's a conspiracy, man. It's a (laughs) conspiracy. It's a conspiracy, man. We hope you have enjoyed the Ducks Never Waver lunch break. If you would like to fill your senses with more Ducks Never Waver goodness, you can feast your eyeballs on Instagram and Facebook. Touch some of our beautiful pieces that we will ship right to your door by ordering them through Etsy. Or you can continue hearing us on this magnificent culmination of auditory recordation. Donation buckets are in the description for you to invest in the betterment of this podcast. We will work diligently to read and present interesting topics. Your hard-earned money will be joyously and gratefully spent to improve your lunch break. Want to keep your hard-earned money? And who doesn't? You can still support us and yourself by rating, reviewing, subscribing, and sharing this here podcast with all the other ducks in your life. Stay quacky.